Hey guys, it's Kathy. I wanted to play some extra episodes this week so that you can get a taste of the podcast training I'm doing all week. Before we share this, I want to let you know that if you want to hear a little bit more about podcasting, I'm actually doing a free workshop for anyone who missed the boot camp last week. And I'm doing that workshop today and it's going to be live. And I'll be on for about 90 minutes teaching you sort of like a crash course, like a review of everything that we did in the boot camp in case you missed that. You can go and register for that. And that's free at kathyheller.com slash workshop. So here's a piece from yesterday's discussion. I hope you enjoy it. I appreciate that you guys got here on time. And tomorrow we're going to do sort of a crash course review for anybody who either wants to really pick up sort of the highlight reel of what we talked about last week. We're going to do that tomorrow. And if anybody missed last week or if you want to bring a friend who you felt like missed it and could learn something, we are inviting everybody, whether you were here for the camp or not, to come tomorrow for this like sort of review. Uh, and we even made slides. <laughs> Colleen did such a great job because some people are visual learners and it's fun to hear the story and to understand what's available and to see it. And um, the truth is I actually learn um, that way. So I think that'll be fun. So what we're going to do now is I have in front of me a list of things that I want you to just be thinking about as we are rounding out this week, because tomorrow will be our last time hanging out together unless you're joining us for a couple months. And I thought we should go over these things. Okay. So let me just give you some rapid fire. Then what we'll do is I will do the giveaway of the Apple computer. It is the computer that I use. It is red. It is red, red, all things hot, passionate, fiery, beautiful, which just makes you want to create things on it. <laughs> so I will give that away. Before I give that away, I'm actually going to do a little pop quiz because the, um, the official entry to winning that was that you had gone back and watched the content because we felt like that would be a double win and you would learn all the things and you would also be eligible for this Mac desktop. So we're going to do a little pop quiz on that and we'll do it like as a group, but then I'm going to save a question. So when we announce the winner, the winner better know the answer to that question, if you know what I mean. And, um, and we'll see, we'll see how we do. We'll just gamify it a little. And then I also have a couple of fun things up my sleeve that we're doing over here at the Kathy Heller brand. And so I'll share that stuff with you because one of the things is very much about sisterhood and women and what I think that we need most. And so I'll share that with you all. Okay. So I'm going to go over a list of things that have to do with your podcast in nuts and bolts. And, you know, we went over so much, right? Like I was live with you for an hour at least every single day. And so it can feel like we didn't really tackle some of the nuts and bolts because there was just so much given. So let's pair back and let's go over some nuts and bolts and let's see if we can even make things a little bit more granular for those of you who aren't going to be with us for the two months that you can walk away with even more. How does that sound? So type a one in the chat if you're ready to get started and let's dive in. Okay, great. So first of all, your podcast topic. Let's just go through this real fast. There's a list of like several things here. Do you have a sense of what that topic is? Do you feel like you know? Do you feel like you're debating between two topics? Do you feel like you don't even know what the topic is? You just know that you do want to do this and you're trying to figure it out. If you know what that topic is, put it in the chat. What is that topic? 
I would love to know what that topic is. And I would love to know if you're debating between a couple highly sensitive women. I know a girl in one of our podcast classes built a multi-six-figure business out of that. She created a podcast for highly sensitive people. That doesn't mean you can't do it. It just means that there's a market for it. And she started creating coaching programs and all of that and did really well with it. Holistic living. Great. Seeking sunshine. I like that. Filmmaking. Awesome. Everything canine wellness. Yeah. How many people are obsessed with their dogs? Like their dogs are people, right? Love and marriage. You can never get enough of that. Female small business owners. I love the small business. A friend of mine, Stacey Social, has a podcast called Foot Traffic, and it is all about brick and mortar businesses and growing brick and mortar. She had a very successful dance studio, but then she turned into a thought leader, right? This is why podcasting is so great to really create a podcast. In so many ways, you just become so much more noticeable in the marketplace. She had a dance studio, was really successful with this one brick and mortar, started a podcast to help other people. And she lives in the Midwest to help other people with their brick and mortar. Now she's a thought leader. Now she's on stages. Now she's making millions, millions with an M. (laughs) And she used to be a dance teacher who then owned a dance studio. I want you to understand this. For every customer you ever have, like she was teaching dance, for every customer you ever have for what you do, listen to this. There will be a line of people around the block who want to know how you do what you do. So for every song I wrote back in the day when I wrote songs full-time, for every song I wrote and licensed to Pretty Little Liars or Grey's Anatomy, there was a line around the block of songwriters who want to know how I did that. And then when I really got that, I started a class called Six Figure Songwriting and I taught songwriters how I did that in that, that class. This is before I had a podcast. That class turned into $2 million a year teaching songwriters the fundamentals about what kinds of songs people were looking for, how to write those songs, how to get to the right people. And one of my students in that class, if you remember the story, encouraged me to start a podcast. The how is everything. If you go to Google search words, you'll find that the how to is the most searched for term. So you having a podcast, you have no clue at this moment. We just don't know what we don't know. How big that builds you in the marketplace. And that's why I say for anybody who's struggling in any capacity and wants to make more money, you should have a podcast. The podcast becomes a lead generator. The podcast becomes your source of authority. So if you don't have, let's say you're saying to yourself, I really want to take my kids on vacation. or I really want to be able to take Kathy's class. or I really want to be able to buy X, Y, and Z. I would say to you, where's your offer? What are you doing to create the business so that you can actually spend what you want on what you value? And what will change if you don't create that offer? Nothing. You need to create the offer. You need the invitation for people to pay you right now. Where can someone today give you a thousand dollars? Where can someone today trade money for what you have to offer? If the answer is there is nowhere for people to pay you, you need a business. A podcast becomes a business. And this is why I say, yes, it costs money to learn something well, right? It costs and it costs for such good reasons. But if you don't have right now the income you want, where's the offer? You need to have the offer. And so this is where having a business is essential because in six months, if you don't create the offer, where will people pay you in six months? That's a big problem. And when I talk to most women, it's not that you don't have the value to give. It's that you don't have the courage to offer that value or that you are too codependent and think that you're charging, that you own how people feel about you charging. 
No. Men are making all the money because they can just be direct and say, here's what it costs. Here's the value. And if someone doesn't like it, you know what you do? You create free value for those people, right? For everybody who kicks and screams and says, I don't want to spend money to coach with you. I don't want to spend that much money. I say, here's free. Here's free, right? We're doing this workshop. We love doing this workshop for free and we will continue to do this workshop for free. And my podcast is free. And I think it's actually one of the most valuable things I've ever given to the world and people can get that value for free. If you have a business though, I believe that you should either, right, have something that is free or you should have something that is highly valuable. Because when we make things that are inexpensive, it's a race to the bottom. Because to make things inexpensive, let's look at everything. To make food that's inexpensive, you add preservatives to it. So is that inexpensive or expensive? Well, it just hurts your colon. So you just pay in your life expectancy, but you save your money, but you give your life away. That's not cheap. That's expensive. If you buy a class and somebody doesn't show up the way I do and it's just videos, is it cheap or expensive? It's actually expensive because you will just have wasted all of that money because you know you won't implement it because all of the research shows that and they know it. So they know they're just taking your money because they know that they're going to bet on the fact that you don't really get what value is. So they're going to charge you less and make sure that you, you feel satisfied and yet you don't actually get anywhere. What about clothing? Is it better to buy something that's going to fall apart or is it better to buy something? My grandmother who had nothing, she grew up with literally nothing. She had a, a, a pinned uh, note that came home with her from school that said, this child suffers from malnutrition because they had actually nothing at all. They were starving. When she got older and her and her husband built this business, she bought cherry wood furniture. That cherry wood furniture was expensive, but it wasn't because she said it's the value. Look for the value. I have that cherry wood dining table in my house today. That's a 75-year-old table. If she would have gone to the equivalent of whatever Ikea was back then, we wouldn't have that table. That's an expensive table. That's not cheap. That's expensive because you have to replace it every other year. That's not cheap. You need an offer. All right. So the topic, the topic should lead to your offer. If your offer is all roads lead to business, business, we have to get really honest as women, especially business is revenue and revenue means you're creating value in the market. So you need something that is angling towards the revenue you give because when somebody finds something valuable, they pay for it. It means you're saving them time. You're saving them something. There's a reason they're paying you. They need it or they want it. So the topic needs to lead to whatever that value is. So for instance, if you're a pet trainer, if you're a dog trainer and your topic is about the, the moon and the stars and astrology and your offer is about pets, that's a problem. If your offer is about sex coaching and bettering somebody's sex life in their marriage, your topic should be about that. It's just pretty obvious, right? Next thing, what's the name of your show? We do this inside of the class. We allow you to like have people to vote on it. We look at different names. We look at different research. But let's talk about it for a second. What should the name of your podcast be? How do you know what the name of your podcast should be? Here's one clue. The name of the podcast should tell me what that podcast is. If you already have fame and your name is Julie Louise Dreyfus, you could afford to have that be the name of your podcast. When you don't yet have a known audience, you need them to know what that show is about. So... Amy Porterfield's podcast is called Online Marketing Made Easy. I know exactly what that podcast is about, right? So when I started my podcast for five years, the podcast was called Don't Keep Your Day Job. 
What's that about? It's about dream jobs. It's about entrepreneurship. It's about creatives. In the artwork, we did show and tell again. So the original artwork for Don't Keep Your Day Job was a picture of a spool of thread, a ballet slipper, a camera, a piano keyboard. Why? Don't keep your day job means you're a creative. You get to get paid to do that. And we were showing and telling that with the title and with the artwork. And I was holding that for five years because you save by being specific. It costs you money to be general. It costs you too much money and time to just be general and just say something like bliss or joy. It's too general. We got to know who we're talking to. Okay, next thing. Prepping for an interview. How do you prep for an interview? I'll give you a couple quick ones. You prep for an interview by, first of all, making sure your energy is in check. You're feeling at ease so that you can make the person feel seen and safe. If you're worried about your own insecurity and how you're coming across, this person's going to feel it. It's not going to be awesome. The other thing you need to do, if this person, let's say this person has a topic, they wrote a book or they have an Instagram account, I would go take a quick look and see, does the last book they have have a, if you go to Amazon, sometimes it could say view inside this book. You could make a list of the chapters and those chapters are all questions, right? They're going to give you a question to ask. That's a great way to prep for an interview. Another thing is to go to look at somebody's Instagram and notice if there's a theme, one or two things that they talk about a lot. Those are three questions. And then here's the essential piece. There should be a singular pain point that your audience has. And that's the reason you started the whole damn show. So the pain point is something you should be asking about. For instance, with my show, there's a pain point, especially when I started out, the pain point was, how do I overcome my imposter syndrome so that I can believe in myself enough to go do what it is I really want to do? Because the people I was talking to initially were creatives who were working day jobs instead of finishing the script or going on the audition or opening up their glass blowing whatever business. So I would always ask those questions as an ambassador on behalf of my audience. So whatever it is that your topic is, you should be thinking you're the ambassador on behalf of the people listening. What are the questions? And it should be that there are a few of those questions that are the same questions every single show because those are the same pain points that they have. That's the reason for the show. So as it grew, right, and my podcast became more about spirituality, meditation, manifestation, and higher consciousness, then I was asking those kinds of questions of every guest, right? How do you connect to something bigger than your ego? What's your practice? How do you stay in that flow? What happens when you find yourself falling out of that flow? What do you do to wake yourself up and move yourself back in? So those are questions that are constant, okay? I'm gonna keep going. What about getting the word out about your show, right? In Field of Dreams, he says, if you build it, they will come. I'm going to tell you the opposite. If you build it, they won't come. You have to let them know you built it, right? If you put a podcast up, it's hanging out somewhere in the digital stratosphere. They have to know that it's there. So I would say 10% of the job is doing a consistent podcast and 90% is everything you do around it to let them know that it's here. And a lot of times I see people who have amazing ideas. They have a lot to say. They finally get the courage to start it. They finally get the courage to start doing podcast episodes, but they lack the courage to tell anyone that it's there because deep, deep down, they don't think it's worthy of sharing. Why on earth then do it, right? With my podcast, 
when I put up an episode with all of my self-doubts, and we all have them, there's no human being on the planet that doesn't have that kind of side. But with all that being said, if I'm going to take the time to spend an hour talking to someone or sharing something, you better believe I will have to be, and I am, the most evangelical person about that piece of content. So I'm not just going to say, hey, you know, if you don't mind, you can check it out. You don't have to. I mean, you totally don't have to listen. Don't even worry about it. No, I'm like, have you heard it? It's amazing. You need to listen. It will make your day better. Go listen to this episode. And because I know that it's a treasure, then I am going to talk about it everywhere I go. I'm going to mention it to every person I see in real life. I'm going to mention it online. I'm going to make sure that I set myself up. So what's something we did? A, we, we talked about a little bit. So you want to create engagement. So 10%, 10, I'm not saying 50, 10% is the show. Only 10. 90% is how you tell people. Do you think most people watch Jimmy Kimmel? They don't. They watch the reel about the show. They watch the five minutes on YouTube. So 10% is that he made the show. 90% is all the pieces of content that come off of the show. The show becomes the central piece of content that we repurpose. Okay. So that is what we're talking about. And we do all of this in the class. We do it with you and then we help you to fine tune it all. But these are essential things that we talked about. Engagement. So when I started my podcast, I set myself up to expect that. It's kind of like dating. Like you wouldn't date someone, find a cool person and then not put the time in, right? Finding the cool person is the essential piece. It's like a sperm and an egg. These are essentials. But now you probably should rest and take prenatals and not go upside down and do inversions and forget that you're pregnant. You probably should get some health care. You see what I'm saying? So people, what they do is they set themselves up to fail because they do the bare minimum expecting that it should happen overnight. And then they assign a story that says, if I don't get overnight success, that means I am a failure. This will never happen. And I shouldn't have ever wasted my time. This is literally what I see as opposed to, nope, You're normal, just like every other person who ever did anything, and it requires gas in the tank. You buy the car, you better put gas in it. You better keep it clean. You better get an oil change. You don't set yourself up and go, why does the car not work? What the hell? I should have paid for this. It's like, no, you know going in that there are things that have to happen for this car to run. If you buy an iPhone and you don't have a charger, within nine hours, you're going to say this is a piece of garbage. Nope, you're not. You're going to put a car charger. You're going to put a charger near your your office. You're going to have chargers everywhere. And you're going to always be aware of where the charge is. When you start a podcast, you will be committing to sign yourself up for the real story, which is I'm not a failure if nobody listens. Did I actually promote it? Did I do anything? If Barbie would have been in the box office and you never would have heard about it beforehand, you wouldn't have known. They had a great, amazing once in a generation opening because they talked about it a lot. And we knew it was coming and it was everywhere. Everything you've ever bought, it's because there was marketing. Marketing is what? Communication. It's telling the right story to the right people. This is why I say there's so much in this. And this is why I say I love doing these free workshops because there's a lot you need to know when people are like, I want to start a podcast. Often they don't get it off the ground because they don't even know one and a half things about it. And also this is why we teach a two-month program. And this is why when people bark and say, that's this and I can't afford it. I'm like, cause it's, it's valuable. Okay. Valuable things cost what they cost. There's always a price in the market every day. You can go look at what the cost is for gold. It's value. 
there's a, there's a, there's a cost of value always since the beginning of time, right? And that's just the way that it is. And it's going to be that way for you when you offer value. And the more you get it, you'll go, Oh my God, this was worth 12 times what it is. It really is because it can help you to begin a multi six figure business because it's so deep. It's so deep. And it's so much that you have. This is a crash course MBA. It really is what you would get, but more than spending $30,000 on an MBA. An MBA, my husband has one. It's theoretical. This is actual. So let's keep going. One of the things you do to then talk about the podcast is you create content. So when I started, we had a free Facebook group for listeners of the podcast. Why? Because the podcast episodes would go up on Mondays and Thursdays. And every Wednesday, I'd come on to talk about the episode. Here's what it was like behind the scenes. I dropped my coffee as I walked into the office to interview Howard Schultz. I was so nervous, but then I got this. And this was my favorite part of the interview. She teared up when she said this. I love meeting Lisa Loeb. I didn't know that da 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 Like I would do the behind the scenes stuff. People love that. And then half the people didn't even listen to the podcast. They just were there, but it made them subscribe, right? It made them get excited. If you think about people who have books, right, whether it's all of Deepak Chopra's books or it's Gretchen Rubin who wrote a book called The Happiness Project and a bunch of other books, the book is the business card. Half the people never read Deepak Chopra's books, but they think of him as an authority because coming off of the book, he was everywhere talking about the book. The podcast is the beginning of the story that solidifies that you have an authority on the topic. That's it. You are now Katie Couric. You have a podcast. You have an authority and now you have to talk about the podcast. When you set yourself up to make it just part of your day, which is what we teach you to do inside of the class, it's easy. It's like you start going, Oh my God, I'm so overwhelmed. What would I do? It's like, no, you know, overwhelming life in general is you wake up every day. You got to make sure you take care of your hygiene. You got to eat. You have kids. You got to get them off to school, but it becomes second nature because it's part of your routine. So what we do is we look at what are the most essential things that you have to have as you have a podcast. It's like the episode has to go out same date and time. What do we call that in podcasting? An audio habit. People establish a habit of when they listen to what. Listen to this on the way to work. They, you know, Kardashians comes out, what, Thursday nights? People have a habit. They know Thursday nights is going to drop. That's their must-see TV. You want people to know when it's coming. So you create that audio habit. And then you want to talk about the podcast. You want to create a Facebook group where people are seeing you come alive and talk about it. What else can you do? You're going to create a one minute clip, one minute clip. That's going to go out to your email list. That's going to go onto your Instagram. And it feels overwhelming in the beginning, but it actually isn't hard. None of it's hard. You can make stuff on Canva and it's free and you learn it. And it's drag and drop. What's hard is the willingness to fully step forward into this. And the hardest part is the imposter syndrome around. I'm going to do all of this to celebrate me. I don't believe in myself. That's really what's in your way, right? Once you can crash through that door, you can get all this stuff done. And then you actually have a business. Most people who are out there making tons of money and offering some value to the market, they're not as talented as you are, but they did the steps. Talent is everywhere. Everyone has talent. What matters is execution. Talent doesn't matter. Because everyone has it. Everyone has been given a talent. That's the truth. What not everybody has is the willingness to execute. That, that's huge. And that's honestly why when we have this two-month program, 
I'm going to make you spend more of your time and energy and money because the biggest thing you need is to overcome the fact that you are in a rut and you don't execute. And when you spend the money, you know what you do? You show up for my class. And there's a lot of tough love, but it's love, but it's tough because I can't stand seeing women spend year after year and they're not visible. We have a world to save. We need women with checkbooks. Where's the execution? We just talk a lot about how we want to see things change. What are you doing in your own life? Where's your offer? You should have it written to yourself as a note, as a promise that come January, there is a way for people to pay you for what you do every single day. It's enough with volunteering and doing all the extra stuff at the church and at the school, and then you feel depleted and you don't have a way to underwrite something that you care about. That has to change. That has to change. There are women in countries that don't even have the freedom to even think about that as a choice. And on their behalf, you should be doing that. I had a call this morning because I'm going to host an event to raise money for the women in Iran. That's the least I can be doing. One of our students, Takti, she has a business and she employs women in Afghanistan who can't leave their house. Because of her, they now have a job. You know why they have a job? Because she had the courage to put herself out there. And she had all the reasons to be scared. She's like, I don't look like everybody else. I wear a hijab. I said, so what? You have this thing called light and courage. Let's go. Let's move it along. She went from $50 to $80,000 in 10 months. Execution. She's been to every one of my retreats. She spends the time. She spends the money. She comes. She grows. That's how it works. You decide. This is how it works. I'm just telling you the truth. This is what it takes, right? This is what it takes. You got to put in the time and you got to execute. Let's keep going. What else can you do? You can be taking letters from your fans. I don't care if you start out with 17 listeners. Those 17 listeners will turn into 40 listeners because they will each be compelled to tell someone else if they are so feeling obsessed with this podcast. When you leave Target and they hand you the receipt, they often say, there is a survey on the bottom. You guys know what I'm talking about? I want you to understand something about market research. This is going to change the way you think about marketing and for yourself. Do you know this? If there is a rating scale of one to 10 and Target asks you like five different questions about your experience and about this and about the products and all that stuff, the only responses that matter to them are anything nine or 10, if it's a scale of one to 10. Can I tell you why? If you were a one or two or three or four or five or six or seven or eight, let me tell you what they know about you. You're not a loyal customer. They lost you. You're lost to them. I'll tell you why. Because the behavior that we understand from market research is that you have to have, if the scale is one to 10, the nines and tens, those are the people who are evangelical for your brand. Those are the people who go, I just went to Target. Oh my God, they, they, they're, they become your street team. Everyone else, you lost them because we need it to be inevitable, right? You need people and they listen to your show to be the nine or the 10. That nine or 10, that's your marketing team. If you have 17 listeners and you are talking to them and you pull them and we show you how to do that in the class and you can go do this, you can get a free Google form. It's free. It takes one minute to make a Google form and you can put questions in and you can ask people multiple choice questions and you ask them scaled questions. If they feel about you and your podcast that you at a scale of one to five, you're a five, you just built a marketing team. 
on a scale of one to 10, if it's a nine of 10, that's your marketing team. If you're falling somewhere for the majority of your audience between one and eight on a scale of one to 10 or one and four on a scale of one to five, we don't have a marketing department. We don't have word of mouth. Okay. This is what needs to happen is we need to understand 17 people. That's gold. 17 people turns to 40 people, to 36 people. It turns overnight when those people feel seen and heard. That's the opportunity. Okay. Let's keep going. Podcasting. What does podcasting do for your sales? Speeds it up. Why does it speed it up? Yep. Intimacy. It's a good one. No like and trust. That's exactly right. You buy from people that you know and you like and you trust. Even when you find out that the, let's say you have a water system in your house, you know, where they put the arrowhead dispenser and you have a guy, even if you find out that the Dasani guy costs less, you're going to stay with the person you like. All right. Cause you got a guy. People buy from people they know, like, and trust. People will spend extra if they trust you because trust is the most rare thing in the world. You got to earn it. You don't have to earn love. Love is a gift. People can just be loving, but trust you have to earn. Okay. So when you have a podcast, you are speeding up your sales because you are showing up and by showing up and by being yourself and by adding value, people can trust you. How many people in any business sector have a podcast? Very few. Now you can add podcaster to your Yelp. Now you can add podcaster to your Instagram. Now you can add podcaster to your LinkedIn. We've got a game changer there because now I can go binge three episodes and I go, I really like Amy. I get it. I know her. And you know what? She offers this service or she offers this product or she offers this. I want to buy it from her. I was looking for that product anyway. I want to buy it from her. We need to speed up the intimacy. Okay. What's next? Podcasting creates authority for you, creates authority, creates relationship. It is a lead generator. You don't have to overnight go convince people to buy from you ever, 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 ever. That is bad business. That is bad sales. That is a person who doesn't understand the market. It's going to happen just by you showing up. You're visible. You make them feel seen. That's what visibility is. It's a two-way street. Second part most people don't get. They understand how to be seen. They don't know how to make people feel seen. You create engagement and it's over. It's game over. Those people are going to say, can you teach me how to meal prep and become vegan? People are going to say, can I buy that product? When is it coming out? It's natural. It's called human behavior. You don't have to sell. It just is. It just is, right? We come on here. We do these free boot camps. We get thousands of emails from people saying, can she do this one-on-one with me? Can I do this with her? I'm not even talking about that stuff. They're just asking me for it. Literally. I, I, I don't have a one-on-one coaching business. We get hundreds of requests from me showing up to people who've never heard of me. They come in for three days. Even after day one, can Kathy work with me one-on-one? She didn't talk about that. What are you talking about? No, but I like her and know her. I get, can I have that? No, we don't actually have that, right? Then people say things to me like, can we have a retreat? So you know what I did? I started creating retreats because I get asked for it. It wasn't even something I had. Then people ask me for memberships and for community building and for, for places that I can hold and host a network of women. It's nonstop just from showing up and making sure that I'm the kind of person that you feel seen by. That's all you have to do. And you can show up that way because what does that mean? It means your focus is how am I going to be generous today? Boom, mic drop. Most business people, they think it's the opposite. How am I going to get a sale today? That doesn't work. 
You're talking to a human. You're not talking to a machine. Just show up. Just give to people. Podcasting is such a strong way to do that. Okay. Let's talk about selling advertising. So we talked about how you get paid a CPM, a cost per million that's 25 to $50 per thousand downloads. So some of you are going to say, there's no way. I don't have a thousand downloads. Okay. So that's global advertising. Let's talk about local advertising. Have you ever been to your church banquet or your kid's school function? At the back of the yearbook, what's in there? What's in the back of the yearbook? What's in the back of the program at the event you've been to? Everyone, every single time. We went to a theater, the theater last night, pages of ads. Okay. So this isn't news. It's just I have to redirect you. You know why? Your brain has such a scarcity bias that every time I say something, your brain's going to go, won't work for me. And I'm like, great, let's look over here. And they're like, damn it, she got me again, right? If you want advertising on your first show, let's say you live in the Twin Cities and you're starting a show, it's about moms, it's about dogs, it doesn't matter what it's about. You go to the three places you go to most and you say to Emilio's hardware store, you're like, hey, I'm always in here. My husband and I are always fixing up the house. My audience is going to begin with the people that I know, like, and trust that live around me, that live here. Let's create something. And the person goes, great. What do you want to charge me for that? This is why when I tell people the cost of my class and they're like, that is ridiculous. Some people do. Some people are like, oh my God, I thought it was going to be like 10 grand or like something else. If you don't understand business and you don't understand being resourceful and you don't understand the market, you don't realize how this is literally sitting in your lap. Your podcast becomes, here we go. You ready? Your podcast becomes a value add to other people's businesses instantly. They might not have a podcast. Now they're being featured on somebody's podcast. Maybe you interview them. Maybe you want to do local. Maybe even if your podcast is about whatever it's about, maybe because you live in Portland once a month, you do a roundup of people in Portland and the businesses that they have, and they will pay you for that. That's sponsored content. And we don't have to go crazy here. You can do the same thing that your yearbook does, right? What does it cost to be in the yearbook? I don't know. My daughter graduated from kindergarten last year. It was $300 to put a little ad in there. Obviously, I didn't want to put an ad in there, but I'm just saying, imagine if you had three sponsors an episode. That's $900. Now you're getting paid $900 to record some content that you wanted to record. Now you're doing one of those a week. There's another way you can do it. You can ask people to be an affiliate. So that means not only do you get paid maybe $150, but then for every sale they make, if they people use a code, they give you a kickback. They're doing this anyway. Businesses are constantly coming up with discount codes and coupons. Why? They're trying to bring business in the door. They're already doing this. Everybody's business is set up this way where there is always a certain amount that they're giving away to bring business in. So you are not asking them to do that. You're saying, I can be a part of that. Type a one in the chat if you get what I'm saying. This is essential. This is why when we get to this point in the program, I say to you, if you want to have a podcast, and if, this is another big if, if you feel like I'm your person, for a lot of people, I'm not their person. They want to learn a different way. They want to have a different, there are other people doing it other ways. You don't have to learn it this way. But if I'm your person, and if you want to have a podcast and you want to make money, you need to get your butt in the program because you need to put all this stuff into play and you need the support and you need to actually do it because there's so much on the other side. If someone would have said to me, hey, Kath, I know you just had a baby, but if you start this podcast, you'll wind up making $10 million a year. 
I would have probably been like, I don't really believe you. But if they said to me, no, here, I'm going to show you the proof. I'd be like, I'm in. I'm doing it. I want this for my kids. I want this for my kids and I want this for women. I want this for the world. Good women deserves me making the big bucks. Yes, we do. We have a lot to offer. We become stewards of that money. We do good things with that money. When good people have money, good things happen. Okay? We need to get our hands in it. So this was a little review, a little crash course. I want to do the giveaway. I also want to tell you, I want to do a little pop quiz. I also want to tell you a couple other things. The price for the program goes up to regular price tomorrow night at midnight. So if you, if you're still thinking and you're on the fence and you want to get in on it, you need to join by tomorrow night. And when you do, there's also more bonuses that end tonight. One is the lightning launch lab. Lightning launch is my entire launch strategy. So what you're seeing this bootcamp, for those of you who have an offer, if you, if you offer a service, if you offer a course, if you offer coaching, there are certain businesses that launching really serves. It's not as much for products, but it is good for a service. It is good for coaching. It is good for courses. What you saw us do from the beginning of this bootcamp to now, we call that a launch. We have a method from the beginning to the end that I designed, that I created over years that helps you get the results that I know that you can get. It's not leaning heavily on all the glitzy stuff. It really leans heavily on engagement. And that's why you're seeing me, right? You won't see that in my brand, there's a lot of like evergreen webinars and funnels and lot like that's not the way I've built a business. So what I do is I focus on intimacy and we'll talk to you about that. So you get that whole lightning launch lab, which is usually something that people pay extra for. And it's quite a bit. We give that to you. The other thing is the manifestation code. So I am extremely interested in the energetic field. I'm extremely interested in understanding quantum physics and how our vibration does the heavy lifting. And so we talk about how do you manifest? What does it really mean, right? We don't get what we want. We get back what we are. So how do you tune your vibration so that you are at the highest level frequency? You're at the highest level altitude. That's the best way for you to create a reality and co-create a reality that feels really delicious. You get that bonus as well. Also, you get $1,500 given to you as a coupon to use towards something else. So we have a retreat at my house in November, at my house, okay? We live up in the hills in Los Angeles off of Mulholland with all the twinkly lights. And we will be having a retreat here in November. There'll be room for about 40 women. You get Kathy cash to put towards that, or you can put it towards any other program or anything else that we do. But that all of those things expire tonight. Okay, I want to do a little pop quiz. And I also want to tell you, I'm rolling out something this week that is not about podcasting. It's a community. I want you guys to, at some point, we might play a little game where I'm going to have you guess what you think I called this community, but I'm very excited about it. But essentially, separate from podcasting, I feel deeply that women need a community, a place where we can not only collaborate together, network together, give each other referrals and testimonials, do Instagram lives together, go on each other's podcast, just just to network. But we really, really need a place to let go of shame and to be fully seen and fully expressed and fully authentic and support each other because you need a sisterhood. You really, we all really need that. We really need that. When I asked James Clear, what is the most important of the atomic habits? He said, who you spend time with because you become who you spend. 
your time with. You become like that person and you need that around you. So I want to create that. And also because, and I said this on Instagram live yesterday, you know, my grandmother, she didn't go to school past the fifth grade because we're talking about the truth that we've all lived through, right? Well, my grandmother, that's two generations ago. They didn't think women, there was a need for women to learn. Okay. Then my mom's generation, she was born before women's live. When she graduated from high school, they said to her, Oh, honey, you don't need to go to college. I mean, unless you want to do only two things. There's two things you can do. You can be a nurse or a secretary. That's it. That's my mom, my own mom, right? Our generation, this is uncharted territory. This is the first time that we're being told you can do everything. And then you know what we do as a response? Now I have to crush it. I have to overcompensate. That's what I have to do. So now that you're telling me I can go to law school, I better be the best lawyer. And that's what you expect, right? And I better be the best mom and be really mindful and present and eat organic food. What the fuck is this? This is a problem. And then women start to feel depleted because this is not normal, right? We are literally doing this for the first time. And so then we create this way in which we ruin all of our satisfaction around it because we're so hard on ourselves. So it's essential. And Priyanka Chopra was on my podcast and we were talking about this. And she said, what's already difficult is obviously thousands of years of patriarchy. That's obviously difficult, right? She goes, but what's worse is that currently in the present day, the way women don't support each other. She goes, that's disgusting. It's almost like the way we were talked to and treated for so long makes it now that if you see a woman who's putting herself out there, there's like this cattiness. And she's like, that's a disease that has to stop. It should be the opposite, like good for her. She's opening a door for me, right? When Oprah walked through that door, she opened the door for thousands and millions of other people right? We need to support each other. We need to be the ones saying to each other, you're doing great. I'm so happy you're raising your price. I'm so happy you're putting yourself out there. Who else should be doing that? Because guess what? Men get that attaboy all the time. You should crush it. You should charge more. Go be confident. No, women, she's too confident. Don't you think she's too confident? Why is she charging that? No, that's disgusting. You should be charging more. Reese Witherspoon sold her company, Hello Sunshine, for one billion dollars. That's an amazing gift. She just opened the door for millions of other women to start media companies. That's exactly how it should be. But people talk about it. They don't talk about it when Mark Cuban makes another billion dollars just at the golf court. They don't talk about it. And he's a good guy. But I'm just saying, it's like, no one cares. No one bats an eye. They're like, oh, he's so cute. And he's this. And it's like, we've got a lot of stuff that we got to take care of. We need real sisterhood. You need to feel like when you go and post something, you're going to have 20 women rally behind you and be the first people to comment and say, I love you. You go get it. We don't have that. I can tell you, we don't have that. When I started my podcast, it was the men in my life. Didn't you hear me mention it? Seth Godin, he was he was there to support me. Other girls were like, what are you doing? You know why? Because it's so threatening. Because then they have to ask themselves, why am I not up there? When I started podcasting, Let's talk about the percentage of people in podcasts that were women. Was it 50%? Because we make up half the population. The answer is no. It was 12%. 12%. How is it that we have 12% of the voice of reason in the world? What the hell is that? It has to stop. So I'm rolling out later this week a community, and I will be with this community. So... Stay tuned because I'm going to be rolling out this community. And for those of you who are going to be in the podcast program, you just might get access to it for a little while. And for those of you who are not going to be in the podcast program, you might want to just be in this community. I'll be with you guys every single week 
we will be having time to put you into groups to collaborate, to give each other ideas, to assign each other who's going to go on Instagram live together, who's going to go on each other's podcast. And then once a month, I'll be doing some coaching. It'll be, you know, once a month because it's a community. It's not meant to be a program, but keep it in mind. I can't wait to tell you what the name of it is. Okay. Who's ready for the pop quiz? Type a one in the chat if you applied for the, if you entered is a better word. Tell, type a one in the chat if you entered for the computer. So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to have my team send me the name of the winner together. I'm going to give you a, a chance so you don't copy each other's work to um, answer the question. So we'll just see if you know. And then I'm going to hold a question back. And when we announce the name of the winner, we'll see if this person knows the answer, the extra answer. You guys ready? All right, here we go. So the reason we're doing this is because we said that we're going to give away this red, gorgeous, brand new. It'll be shipped to you directly from Apple. Apple, and they don't sponsor this, but I just want to give it to you because it's a fun thing to have, especially when you're starting a podcast. Okay, so I'm going to ask you a few questions and we'll see if you guys know the answers. So here's what I'm going to do. Okay, watch. I'm going to ask the question and then I want you to think of the answer and I'm going to tell you at the same time to type it so that we're all revealing. And then I'm going to hold a question to the end because we'll see when we pick the winner if this person remembers the answer, okay? In the workshop, I said a sentence. So I'm going to say what the blank is, and then I'm going to finish the sentence, and you're going to fill in the blank. So I said, blank is currency. What did I say? Is currency? Hold it in your head. Hold it. Okay, type it. Oh, good. You totally nailed it. Awesome. Okay, next. This one is not a one-word answer. Okay. I said that there is something called pod fade and I want you to hold this in your head. What did I say pod fade is? Hold it in your head. How would you describe? Okay. Type it. What is pod fade? That's right. When people quit after seven to 10 episodes, we see that it's so, it's such a consistent thing people do that we, that's right. They quit. They stop, they give up. Yes, you're right. And you guys nailed it. Okay. The next one is, I talked about an easy way that you could record the intro to your podcast. An easy way to record it. Okay, what's the answer? Yes, you can just do it on your phone. Awesome. Okay, now is the moment of truth. I want my team to send me the winner. Okay, I have the winner. Are you ready? This is so fun. Okay, so the winner of the Mac, we have the winner and we also have a backup winner. Kalila Beth Green, you won this Mac lab, this desktop. This is so fun. I love that. They just sent me that. Okay, are you ready for the pop quiz question? Okay, there's two of them as long as you get one of them right. All right, I'll ask you both questions and you can answer one of them. One is, don't answer for her. One of the questions is, can you name the Taylor Swift song that I sang? That's one. And the other, but don't, and the other question you can answer the one is, who did I wind up? Don't answer for her. Who did I wind up meeting at the podcast conference? Who did I wind up meeting in that story about the podcast conference? Take your time and answer one of those two questions. That's right. <laughs> I ran into the head of Apple podcast. That was exciting. That's so fun. Guess what? Just because you guys are so cute, 
I'm going to give away another Mac desktop tomorrow for those of you who entered. Is that fun? Because I can't leave you guys hanging. I just decided that on the spot. But Kalila, that's so awesome. You're going to get this red desktop. You're going to freaking love it. It's so pretty. It's so pretty and it's so amazing. It does everything. So exciting. I can't wait to see you with it in your beautiful home. Okay, so also we have winners uh, for day five, the homework. You've got to get earphones. These are actually the earphones that I I have. Marie Gunn, Abby Hendry, and Jennifer Alrano. So that's really cool. Okay. So we talked a lot about podcasting today, and I told you about this community that's going to be coming out this week for those of you who want to be a part of that. And I also told you that all of the bonuses expire tonight and the price of the program goes up to regular price tomorrow. I'm going to answer a couple more questions. And then tomorrow is our last day. And then we'll have to say so long, farewell. And tomorrow will be like a really cool crash course review. There's a slideshow. You'll get to see cool things. Like you'll get to see the picture of me speaking at Podcast Movement. You'll get to see images of my first logo design, how we grew that. You'll get to see images of this, it kind of puts the story into picture. So I think you might like that. So that's tomorrow. And if you have anybody in your life who you feel like should learn something from me or should learn anything about podcasting, you might want to invite them to come tomorrow. Okay. And now let me just read through your questions. We'll do a speed round and I'll do this tomorrow too. So I can answer some questions at the end and then that'll be it. And then enrollment closes this week. Price goes up tomorrow, but tomorrow will be our last day. And then you'll, you won't see me unless you're coming into the program. Okay. How do you get your podcast out there to the masses? So that's a great question. That is the question, right? So the answer is multi-tiered, okay? One of the things that you want to do is you want to appreciate the fact that the podcast app is an algorithm, just like every other app, right? So for instance, if you want to get on the iTunes chart, you want to know how you get on there? Just like if you want to get a book on the New York Times bestseller list, you know the drill, right? You don't just get put on it like a person wins an Oscar. No, it's different. The way to get on the New York Times list is you have to sell a certain amount of books the first week the book comes out. Did you know that? There's an algorithm to it. So sometimes you're like, how did this dummy get on the New York Times list, right? They sold that amount of books, right? They sold that amount of books. Yes, there's a tiny little bit where people will decide at the end who who deserves to be on it, but they have to have met a certain threshold. Why do I say this? Because if you want to be on the iTunes chart, it's a matter of how many subscribers did you get in the last 24 hours? Okay. So when you, when you get started, right, you could go live and you could have been talking about it. And maybe you do get 48 subscribers in a day because you just started. That could put you on the chart because not everybody, you'd be surprised, right? Remember we talked about YouTube, how much bigger it is than podcasting. There's 149 billion YouTube videos and there's 2 million podcasts. That's very different. So if you get a little spike like that, that could help. And then you can take a screenshot and be like, I was on the iTunes charts. It's a cool thing to say, just like people who are on the New York Times list for a week, right? They might still talk about it because they feel proud of it. Okay, that's one thing. The other thing is you got to do all the things that involve an audience separate from the podcast. So we got to What do we talk about today? Creating a Facebook group where you talk about the episode after the episode airs. You do like the behind the scenes, right? You create a one minute clip from the podcast and you put that up on your Instagram. You start to gather people together and by investing, by the way, remember we said everything is word of mouth. 
It's always the best marketing. So the more you make people feel seen and heard and the more you involve them, you answer questions on your show, you do a second episode a week where you just riff and talk to a listener. All of those things have to do with engagement. And those things are going to help people become not just fans, but like super fans. And it's your super fans that become your marketing department. So there's a lot more to say about that, but those are some of the things we address. And I love the answers you guys are giving. When do the days one to four recordings go away? Oh, so this group will be archived on Friday and then it'll be gone. Do you need specific posts for lead to your podcast on Instagram? Well, it's not a bad idea, right? I mean, that's part of what we do when I said that we set ourselves up to succeed every single week. If we have an episode that drops on Monday, you're going to know we're going to put up a clip on Monday and we're going to talk about it in our Instagram stories as well. And by the way, in the class, we talked to you about Instagram. A lot of people don't know how to use Instagram, right? You don't understand that your Instagram stories matter more than your Instagram feed. You don't understand that before you post, you should have been active on Instagram for 10 minutes. Do you know that? Because Instagram then registers it as you're a social person and therefore your content should get bumped. There are so many things to know about Instagram that once you just start to do them, you actually know how to use it and you actually get a reward from it. You should be DMing people every single day. You should be talking to people in stories, whether you give them something to click on, like a swipe, a little emoji, or you give a poll for them to do. Every time somebody engages with your Instagram, they will then see your content. It'll go beyond the algorithm. We need to get you guys understanding how to be adept at Instagram. So yes, we want to use Instagram to send people to your podcast, but we don't need to be on this stupid, like ridiculous, like, oh, unless I have 100,000 followers on Instagram, it doesn't matter. No, it's about engagement. I'd rather see that you have 114 followers, but you get 16 likes on a post and seven comments. That's an engaged account. That'll lead you to millions and millions, right? Will we go into pricing for advertising affiliates? Of course. And the pricing, right? Again, there's a market for everything. And so just like we talked about, if you have a local advertiser, you can discuss with that person what it is. You can also do an exclusive advertiser, right? If they want to have, if you want to be charging them more, you might say, you might reach out to like FreshBooks and be like, listen, I don't have the biggest audience, but I love you so much. I want you to be my exclusive. And therefore they'll give you more for knowing that you're not going to have any other competition. There's a lot of ways to set this up so that you can feel like you can monetize from day one. Can we get everyone to subscribe to our podcast as well as part of this? The subscription will help all of us grow and subscribe. Of course, absolutely. And that's what we do literally in the class, right? We set everybody up to drop their handles, to know when the shows are coming out, to go leave people reviews. It's very, very helpful. Please review again how you would use a sponsor ad in a church paper. Well, I was just saying that if you go anywhere where there's an audience, whether it's a piano recital of 19 people or it's a church event or it's a school auction, wherever there's an audience, there's an opportunity for people to sponsor and be seen in front of that audience. So wherever you're creating an audience, you can go to sponsors and say, hey, there's an audience here and these are your people because they have kids. So therefore, if you're doing a school event, probably the swimming school down the block would want to be a sponsor, right? That's their market. And it doesn't matter that there's not 50 million people coming to the school event. They want the right people. They could get four sales out of that. That's going to pay back what they spend on the ad times multiples because that person will keep going to swimming lessons. Do you understand what I'm saying? This is just basic business understanding. So when you have a podcast, you want to think about all the different people who you serve in that audience and what brands serve that audience And therefore, if you do have a a podcast about pets, you might want to reach out to a pet food company that you love and say, 
Can you give me a tiny affiliate? I'll talk about it on every episode. And for everybody who buys, you'll give me 10% back. Or can you give me a free product or whatever it is? Like, this is a no brainer for people. It's a no brainer. They already have it in their, in their budget. Are you going to podcast movement this year? I'm not, not that I know of. Um, oh, you know what else? Just, I don't know. It just came to me. You can apply for a Webby award. You can be nominated for a Webby award. And, um, we actually, we were nominated for best business podcast because I used to be in the business category. It was all about dream jobs. And we got that award my first or second year. And it was like ridiculous, you know, that like that happened. There's just so much available that you don't even realize because you just keep telling yourself this lie. Like there's no possibilities. It's just like, that's boring. That's not even true. Um, to enter tomorrow's contest, we just have to be here today. Well, it's not that you had to be here today because we'll let other people join. It's that you have to have watched this today. So you already did that. And then you need to follow me on Instagram. I love it. She's like, these chats fly by so fast. I know. That's why I love doing you. Can you tell? I love doing this, which is why it's such a win-win. Reaching out to three to five people a day. This is where you guys were giving the answers. Yes. Email thousand super fans. Joining the training will help each of us. Yes. Reviewing each other's shows. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Honestly, and it's the truth. I mean, how many of you feel like, in all honesty, don't say it to be nice to me. In all honesty, do you feel like this free boot camp, you learned more than you expected to learn? That is ultimately the best way to grow your podcast is to find someone who's done it and learn from them. It's like, how do you become a better parent? Find someone who's done it. Find someone whose kids are already in their 20s and you like the people they are. Spend a lot of time with those people and say, how did you do this? Success leaves clues along the way, right? And all the things that I've already tried and spent time and money on trying that didn't work, I'm going to tell you, don't do that. Do this instead. And so if you feel like you grew, then you have to ask yourself, why am I not investing in this? And I see some of you saying, because I don't have the money to afford it. And my really important question to you will be, what will you do? Forget me, forget podcasts, forget all of this. Honestly, it's enough. Put that over there. It's, we don't need it. What are you going to do so that you create an offer in the market so that you have a business so that you never have to say that again? And if the answer is, I don't know, then that's a much bigger problem because there is a buyer right now for the value you have. And there's a buyer at every price. And the real question I'm asking, someone said, can you repeat it? Yes. If you can't afford this program or you can't afford the vacation you want, or you can't, or whatever it is, because you're saying you don't make the money. What is your answer to how will you start making that money? We need women to have businesses so that you can always have not just enough, but extra so that you can support other things that really matter to you because you were born with an innate sense of justice. When you watch the females in the animal kingdom, do you know what they do? They surround their babies. Do you know why they do that? Because the males will eat the food. The females will protect the kids, the little young. That is innate. The mamas will give up the food so the babies have it. And the males, they just, they can't help it. They just will take it. So you don't mess with a mama. This is why you need money. You need to be able to be a custodian of money, put it to better use. I look around the world at like all the leadership. I'm like, where are the girls? You know, you see these guys with their tanks and their trucks and it's just like, this is just, you know, and, and we got to stop it, but we're not there. Cause we're like, I have no power. I'm helpless. I have no offers. It's like, look at Sarah Blakely. 
Let's go make some underwear. Let's sell whatever it is that you actually are excited about. Let's get scrappy. And let's not settle for, well, I don't have anything. You do have stuff. Let's go. Let's wake it up. Let's move, right? So you need to have that offer. This time next year, I want to know that I can go give you my money. I want to know what the offer is. Do you have a service? Do you have a business? Do you have a product? Do you have a community? Do you have a membership? Do you have a course? What is it? Because somebody is going to buy it anyway from someone else today. Someone's going to go buy it from someone else anyway today. Because if it's serving a problem, businesses solve problems for people, right? If you have information, if you have support, if you have entertainment, someone else is going to sell it. This time next year, there should be a way for people to pay you for the value that you were born to give. So I am here to tell you, right? This is not, it's not a luxury. You need it. And you can do this on your terms and on your time. I'm still a mom to three kids and that is my first priority. But I know that having a business is essential because I need to have a way for me to actually be held to a higher standard so that I take it seriously, so that I better my skills, so that I build a business and so that I can fund projects constantly left, right and center because I think that I have a good idea of where that money should go. Okay, so if you do want to join this program, then you want to sign up before tomorrow. The price goes up to the regular price tomorrow. Our programs are like a Mac. It just doesn't go on sale. We have a pre-sale and then we have the regular price, but there's nothing else. It's not like we have other ways that it, it just is what it is because of the cost of what it is. So tomorrow, the price will go up. If you sign up by tonight, you get $1,500 immediately to put towards my retreat in November, to put towards any other thing that I do from here to the end of time. Also, you get the manifestation code workshop. We're going to teach you how to truly work on your vibrations, that your vibration becomes the way that you create. You create through energy. You're going to learn how to do that. And then you're also going to get the Lightning Launch Lab, which is usually $1,000. And it teaches you everything that I just did. If you have a service, if you are a coach or you create a course, you need the Lightning Launch Lab. You need to know how to launch. Okay? If you have any questions, you can go into the Facebook group and write the word details underneath this so that somebody can reach out to you. If you don't have questions and you want to join, you can go to kathyheller.com slash join. I'll be here tomorrow. I'll give away another computer tomorrow. We're going to have fun. We're going to do a little slideshow crash course. You guys are the best. I had so much fun today. Thank you for sticking around. Thank you for staying with us. Thank you for being here for so long. And I'll see you tomorrow.